Well, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> We're both by our fireplaces. How's it going? Um, well, I'm, I think I'm better off than you are. You sound a little, a little scratchy. I'm a little scratchy. It's been uh, one week. <laughs> You've been singing. You've been singing so much and yelling singing. so much, really, right? Yeah, and I have allergies. That's and, loud. Yeah, and I'm on the Flonase, and, you know, the Bradford pears are raining down their putrid stink upon you, the land. Do you remember last time we saw each other, You were we were in the car, and we got caught in what felt like a snowstorm of Bradford pears. Yeah, and that was when we were, I don't know where we were, oh, we were coming back from our Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum adventure. Or probably on our way, too, because when we came back, it was dark. Okay, good point. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's the Krisha and Frank show, and as you can figure out, we're uh, using our respective fireplaces. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of of scheduling, frankly, the only time we could find um, 20 minutes in common was... (laughs) At 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. (laughs) Man, I mean, I've got so much to tell you, but all of my stuff is just... You know, non-important nonsense. Me running around the backyard. My my shoulder is sore, and I don't know if it's sore from the massage I got or from the actual work that I did. <laughs> um, oh, you got a massage? Well, I go to the chiropractor. I can. I, oh. Let's start with that because I want to hear about you and your Look excitement. Look at my sadness. In- um, hi. First of all, please go to our website, christianfrank.com. Get our merch. It doesn't look like this. <laughs> this is just the moment I always hold up the merch. Oh, right. I, I, right. I Well, you know That's what? I, I don't have them out. We have branded merch. We have t-shirts and all the things. Please go buy them. And that's where you can find us on YouTube. Please subscribe on YouTube. Please do all of the things because obviously we need your support. We do love your support. In fact, I noticed uh, I got a report from um, the merch company that um, since last we've spoken, we've sold... Um, another hoodie and three, four, five more T-shirts. Yeah. So that means uh, that whoever it is you bought, uh, which of you who bought them, thank you. We appreciate you. Yes, we certainly excited, do. Excited about having you uh, and your support with the Christian and Frank show. So, so you've been doing lawn work. Yeah. Um, if you can call it lawn work, I mean, the part of the lawn that I think needs the most work is kind of the area where Steve and the gang had, had kind of just plowed. And, and scraped away all and knocked down all of the weeds and nonsense. But as I'm out there, there's these roots that are in the ground, and I'm trying to, as usual, uh, mess with my figs. It's all fig. Everything comes back. <laughs> it's go figure. No. Yes. It's every, figs. Everything comes back to my vanity and my figness. So and your lemon, your orange tree. Orange tree? Baby peach tree. Baby peach Baby tree. Baby peach tree, the one that I watered with personal with lemonade. That's what you're thinking of. Right. <laughs> Has blossomed. Oh, yay. We have little p- pink peach blossoms on it. And it's a twig. It still looks like a twig. It looks the same, basically, as when we buried it and planted it last year. But yeah. it's got this uh, these little peach blossoms on it. I don't know if it's big enough to actually grow a peach yet, but, you know, this is part of the process. <laughs> the birds and the... Butterflies and the bees now will take my peach tree. And neighbor Nancy has the same kind just a few yards away. And it also has pink blossoms. So maybe... The little peach twins. Yeah, maybe some, uh, you know, fruit magic can happen over there. But, but it's mostly about the figs. It's mostly about the figs. Because I um, have multiple figs around the yard. And there's some that just, this tube in particular, that were have underproduced. You know, they're just, they have never 
grown the way I thought they would. Right. So, Which ones are those? Well, in the front of the house, there's the one that's closest to the front door, and it just doesn't get as much sunlight as the others. Right. So not I had an idea. the one in the driveway you know. that I park under. Yeah. I mean, that not, thing's not, a mammoth. That, yeah, it's the furthest from that. As you know, when you're in the front of the house, there's four, and they all right. come off. There's the big fig, which is eight years old, and then the three smaller ones that are all from cuttings. Yeah. Well, one of the oldest of those cuttings hasn't gone anywhere. It's gotten old, you know, it's just gotten maybe half height. It's not doesn't be a big right. like the others. So I've t I dug it up. Well, first I dug a hole. I dug a hole in the back of the house, almost on the exact opposite side, diagonally across the house. If you can imagine, it was on the front corner by the front porch. Right. Now it is on the back corner uh, below the kitchen window. Well, because every day, we talk every day, and every day that we've talked for like the last week and a half, you've been like, well, I did some lawn work today. I did some yard work today. Yeah. Oh, and I am sore. <laughs> I have gone out there and I have sweat and sweat and sweat. And ultimately, we're getting to the point where I had to take three showers on Friday. Mm. And I'll tell you. So I, I decide that I'm going to transplant that little fig to a hole over here. Mm -hmm. And that goes fairly well. It went, it went fairly uneventfully, except that I accidentally broke a hole in the wheelbarrow. Oh, well. I dropped the shovel into the back of the wheelbarrow and it, it <laughs> pff, right through the plastic. <sighs> then I decide that there's a, a Celeste fig that used to be inside the fence and now is not inside the fence. Mm -hmm. And it should... Got a and, new fence. Right, because they, we redesigned the fence and this fig has been now, without doing anything, it's moved itself from inside defense. to outside. And it should get more sun. But it's in the middle of this minefield. Remember I made fun of a neighbor for having the World War One yard? Well, now I have the World War One yard out back oh, no. with these vines sticking up and these holes and this... It's a it's a mess. Yeah, you got Where, Saving Private Ryan happening in your backyard. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do over there. <laughs> so I've been out there digging and try, and that's where I've gotten sore. Is I just I'm digging, trying to get these roots and these vines and these weed plants out. Mm -hmm. You know, these I don't know whether they're honeysuckle or they're uh, Nancy calls them privet hedge or something like this. All these just yeah. weeds that are very huge root systems, and they just <sighs> that's where I've gotten most of the soreness. And in all of this, I decide I'm going to take Celeste and move her, her, it. <laughs> oh, you've committed now. Yeah. Uh, so that um, up against the new fence, because that way uh, she, it, she should, fig, should be protected from mowing, right? Right. Because if somebody randomly comes through with a mower. Which I want. Right. I, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking I need to get Steve or somebody back out here with that bulldozer and, and, and just. Yeah. Like Destroy when I was in Orlando, the the guys that came and mowed the yard came and mowed down all like my actual like you could tell it had it was a garden it was an herb garden yeah. um, and it had little bricks around it and they just drove right over it <laughs> it was all of my rosemary and mint and all my stuff <sighs> they just mowed yeah. it down that, yeah. that's that's exactly what I'm thinking it would happen to this so immature that's... fig that's been there for years and years but just never got enough sunlight to actually mm -hmm. get big to tree-like. It's still just a little bushy twig. <laughs> yeah. So I moved, that's another one I've dug. And then I decide, ah, it's going to rain, you know, uh, uh, the ground is going to be moist. I'm gonna moist. get up there and I'm gonna mm -hmm. eventually, my plan today or tomorrow is to prune the big fig, like the branch that comes out right, right where you park. Right. I'm gonna try to get that, take that one whole thing down and, and take all of the little pieces of it and bury them in the ground and maybe grow Five nice. new peach trees, uh, five, 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 five new fig trees, five new fig <laughs> yeah. trees along the property line with Wayne. Now, you remember Wayne. 
Oh, Wayne, the backyard neighbor who you almost fell a tree on. Because he decided the day we were cutting trees back that way to come up and put yellow caution tape around right. his trees and bushes. Because so, he was Mrs. Kravitzing you. So I'm looking out the window um, myself, looking at where I've decided to start taking rocks and putting them along the property line. Not mm. just to mark the property line, but as the mud that I'm creating will start to slide down the hill. <laughs> right. Because with the amount of rain that we've had in the last week, there's mud. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to put a barrier there. Uh, so not only am I putting holes for fig trees along this path, I'm putting some rocks there as a backstop. Mm. Well, I look out there and I see the yellow. And I'm like, and it's right there on the property line. And I'm like, oh, uh-oh. He hung more? So I thought from the bathroom window. So okay. I start to get nervous. I'm like, oh, no. Um, is he mad about the rocks that I've put down? Is he mad about the holes that I'm digging? What have I done? So I, I go out there, and I'm looking for the caution tape. And it turns out, in my haste, it was a uh, forsythia bush that had flowered. And, <laughs> <laughs> and with the same exact yellow as the caution tape, and along the twig in the same <laughs> perfect straight line that I, from the bathroom window... I was like, convinced ah, hmm. that he had put out more caution tape, but it was just forsythia flowers. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad that Wayne wasn't on the warpath. <laughs> now, I have to tell you then uh, how we almost made a terrible mistake, but I'm, let me do that coming up uh, in the second half. I have another story okay. to tell you about next-door neighbor Ted decides to cut down a tree that has been bothering me for a year and a half. Oh, one of his trees that bothers you? Yes, and I, oh. he says, oh, we'll cut it down someday. We'll cut it down someday. I'm like, okay, okay. And then okay. on Friday, the day I had to take three showers, he says, <laughs> well, let's just do it now. And I'm like, what? I'm, I'm not, okay. I'm not ready. But, <laughs> <laughs> but where you can find beautiful, full-grown trees that you won't have to cut down, the Middleburg Barn, themiddleburgbarn.com. Oh, they are the best. You know, Maureen has a whole beautifully landscaped horse farm where they have horse shows and things. And if you want to be in that rustic luxury, you can use not the stable and not the performance rink, but you would go into the Middleburg Barn, which has you know all of the beautiful Swarovski crystals and the ultraviolet radiation on the HVAC system. Yeah, all and this stuff. Like the event space for any event that you want to have. Wedding reception, a wedding. And it was voted, what, top 10 in Wedding Wire last year? Yeah, Wedding Wire loves this place, as well they should. And um, a lot of opportunities to use this for whatever you want. And nestled into the Blue Ridge Mountains in the Hunt Country of Virginia. I think they say it's really, it's fancy time. I think it's the most affluent county in the country, <laughs> Loudoun County, Wait. Virginia. You can see all the pretty pictures at themiddlebergbarn.com. And you may even get to see the beautiful swans. Oh, yes. Ask for I Fred and Ginger. I have to do my, my swan. If I were to call uh, the Middleburg Barn and ask to speak to Fred or Ginger, what would... Hello, uh, may I speak to Fred? Ginger, hey. hello? Oh, Ginger, how are you? I'd like to <laughs> rent the venue. <laughs> And then they pass you off to Maureen. That's right. So <laughs> if you do that, call 540-687-5255. Wee! <laughs> and, I need uh, to speak to the swan. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful, uh, beautiful venue. Well, I don't really have much to tell you because, you know, I've been working like crazy. And um, it's just, it's been, uh, uh, it's spring break for a lot of people. And... It's, uh, what was the term that I used, uh, that I told you is my most overused and the most overused word in the history of man, um, in 2020, but it's unprecedented. Unprecedented. 
So we've well, had some I've unprecedented heard, crowds. Well, you know, with our Seymour Smokies um, visits that we do, this past Saturday we showed uh, the Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum. Yeah. I didn't notice it when we were there in person, but while I'm looking at the replay video, I did a, one of those Zoom edits, you know, mm-hmm. to get a, uh, a good look at the map. Right. That's when I noticed that the map was marked first half of 2021, and there's so many pins in it, but it's only the end of March. It's, so that's just January. That's just three months. It's absolutely insane. And uh, I spoke with, or spoke with, I emailed with the owner of Titanic Museum Attraction, and she said basically unprecedented. They yeah. have um, taken all the COVID precautions, which reduces their attendance. But when you put mm-hmm. that new cap on it, they're selling out at that at that cap. Yeah. Yeah, and we're doing the same thing at Hatfield McCoy. Um, the only other thing, I'm trying to buy a car, which I will have a new car within the next, like, a week from today need, from well, when we're recording. Mean, God bless the one you had, that, uh, and you got in a pinch, but it's time. <laughs> it is. It, it honestly has been the biggest and truest lifesaver that, I mean, it's a hunk of junk. And we've talked about what a hunk of junk it is, yeah. but it has been a very reliable hunk of junk. And yeah. that. I will, I will forever cherish that car, but it's time. It is time. And uh, I have contacted three dealerships and two of the three that I've contacted referenced my husband and one of them called me darling. Why would they do? Well, I mean, that's a big assumption. Well, uh, when your husband comes with you, you can come on in with your husband. Um, no, I'm no, no, no. Um, you're a single lady. But why? I I guess it's just the mentality. Like men buy the cars. They know well, I've heard it cars. the other way around. That about car dealers, and this is an old story. I thought it was from you know ten or twenty years ago, but yeah, um, it was since I lived in Tennessee. About car dealers who would shame men the other way, accusing them of not being the decision maker. You know, um, well, I guess if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, if you got to well, ask the little lady to, before you can make a decision. And right. it's a, it's becomes then a peer pressure thing to um, trick the man into ups, well not upselling I mean, but up buying or they up they're trying to upsell him to something else. Right, and I mean I'm sure that there are methods to everyone's madness, but um, I definitely am not going to those dealerships. I I mean, yeah. that, and honestly there was a like there was a car that I really liked at this one dealership, and the the guy was just like, well, darling, uh. I mean, when you if you want to come in, what day would you like to come in? And oh, also, if you do any kind of search on your phone for a car in general, <laughs> you got to use an incognito window for all that stuff. Oh, I <laughs> you're messed me- up. Oh, 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 you're messed I up now. I messed up. And if you inquire, and oh, can we not do the call for price? <laughs> No. Um, well, it's almost like airline tickets, you know. Uh, I I do question that because if you start searching for, for airline tickets for a certain route, I, I mean, who's flown yeah. lately? But you know, before before COVID, um, the prices on those tickets start to go up because they think they've got a hot one on the line, mm-hmm. and the prices for just you go get higher and higher until within um, an hour. Yeah, because then you're so, it's supposed so. to psychologically trick you into buying it faster before it gets any higher still yeah yeah so um always use an incognito window on looking for airlines (laughs) clear your cash do all that uh clear your browsing history whatever you got to do and i'm actually looking at there's uh if you're ever looking for a vehicle there's a really great site called car gurus and it kind of aggregates all of the cars for sale like you can put in all of your little search terms and it'll send you 
dealerships that have them listed and also individuals that have them listed. That's so good. it's it's kind of cool to where you can I, I'm actually there's an individual that's selling a car right now that I'm like, let me see. So we shall see. You may have to trim back that fig because I may be getting a bigger car. <laughs> well, we almost knocked the fig down when we, tr- yeah. we tried to fell a tree. And I, I have no business cutting trees. I, I am well aware Duh. that I am not in the tree service <laughs> business. And I'm trying to talk my neighbor into maybe hiring Steve, right? Yeah. Trying to say, you know, she, I got a guy. Let me give you his number. He That's could, a double he, he could do this. <laughs> uh, but these are trees that are, they're weeds. Um, they, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're red buds or what they are, but really the, the, they're not much thicker than my, maybe less thick than my leg probably. I mean, okay. I could wrap my hands around the trunk of it, okay? Right. So yeah. they're, they're still immature, but they grow toward the sun. And I noticed last year that they're, this one in particular is arching over and getting over my fig, which means it's stealing sunlight. And figs need all of the sun they can possibly, that's why they have those huge yeah. leaves. They, they need oh, the- so much sun. That was a song by Lynn, right? Steal my sunshine. I just played that on the radio the other day. You're Did exactly you? Right. Yes. It's L-E-N, Lynn. Oh, I know. I make sure I remember that one from 1999 when I played it on uh, the first time it came out. <laughs> and it's got some sample in it that you would recognize. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Some disco song is sampled in it. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right. So next door neighbor. Uh, not Nancy on that side, but the guy, Ted on the other side. He says, mm-hmm. well, I'm out, he's out there mowing the lawn. I'm saying we're having a conversation about the mail and about things. Yeah. And he, I, I just gestured to that tree. I said, yeah, maybe one of these days we'll get that tree out there. I've been doing so much yard work. In fact, I'd been out doing work, well, got yeah. sore, came in dripping with sweat, and took my second shower of the day. And now I'm in casual sh- clothes. I've got shorts on and a T-shirt and flip-flops. I'm just ready to relax. You're a little like, out of control with this yard work, telling and, somebody else to cut down the tree. And he says, well, let's do it now. You have to help me. You have to hold it. I'm like, I have to, I have to hold it. Okay. I said, well, first okay. of all, I have to go to the bathroom, so let me go inside. <laughs> and then secondly, I changed back in my muddy, uh, yeah, digging, in, digging in the you know, yard clothes. So I go back over there. I've got these gloves that I found, and I said, all right, what are we doing? And he gets his chainsaw started, and he's got this rickety old chainsaw that has to... <laughs> You know, it's mm-hmm. it stalls out every oh, midway man. through every cut. It, was it was it plug in? <laughs> no, it was gas, which is almost worse because he's trying to add gas to it or figure it out. Oh, so yeah, I don't know how this works. Is, the oil to gas ratio and it's, yeah. you got to pump it. And, yeah, yeah. So I do this eight times, and then I do this six times, and then I do this three times, and then mm-hmm. I do it once for real. Anyway, yeah, you know what takes one calling somebody else to do it. Yes, <laughs> one. So move. so he just so he's in there. And he he goes at it, and I'm like really. Right gives it the fatal cut, and the yeah. chainsaw stalls out. And uh, then, <laughs> but it's already too late at this point now. You know, he's he's almost halfway he's through the thing. When yeah. the rain and the winds and the storms come, it's it's going to fall, but it's going to fall directly onto my fence, old fence, oh, which no. is could break, and onto fig tree. You goobers! So he says to me, "You got to hold the thing." So he uh, he gets it started back up, and I'm I'm starting to get anxious. <laughs> I'm starting to get anxious about this. I'm like, this is not. He wants me to stand there between my the fence and the tree, uh-huh. hold it, and, and as make it falls, sure it doesn't fall on the fence. No, it's yeah. going to fall toward me. So my job is to push it away from me as it falls. Right. That's my job is to is to catch it, and push it. <laughs> okay. And I, and I thought mm-hmm. this is this is a recipe for disaster. So that yeah. I do two smart things. I think what would Steve do? He would not stand there and catch a tree that's falling. No. Nope. He would use a rope. 
Mm. I have a rope. I, am, I said, mm. stop. No more cutting. <laughs> I'm going to run home and get a rope. I'm so glad you used your noggin. And then also, second smart thing I did is I called into the house. I said, Jerry, I need you to help. Come out here. Oh, and I'm Jerry's sure she like, was thrilled. She was not. She was, <laughs> so she comes outside and says, what do you want me to do to help? I said, you might have to call 911. That's your job. <laughs> you stand here make you stand sure here if I die, you call If necessary, click. call 911. That's your entire job. So I, I'm thinking like, like Steve, I take this rope and I managed to throw it just, it took a while, but I got, I finally threw it up over this I wish Jerry had made video of you just throwing a rope at a tree. Why? Oh, it was, yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. But finally, after enough times of practice, I got it just mm-hmm. high enough, and I get it back down, and I make a, a circle around it, and I do it, the thing. And, a, and now, instead of catching the tree as it lands on me, I can go stand at the other end of the rope and, go, and pull the tree away from yeah. the fence and away from yeah. the fig tree. And ultimately, mm-hmm. that's what happens. So the bulk of the... Um, the trunk lands in neighbor's yard. There was a one branch that ended up getting hung up on the fence and on the fig tree, but it didn't yes. hurt anything. It didn't break anything. We were able yeah. to... And I think, okay, well, that was great. Another day we'll have to get that other one. He goes, let's do it now. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he oh. makes the fatal cut in the second one that has bothering him. It's been bothering me. And at this point, you know, we've put the rope away. Jerry's gone back inside. Yeah, and, you and your big mouth. <sighs> So now what? Well, he um, he starts cutting it, but it, it's not as dangerous to my property, but it falls yeah. and gets hung up on a limb of one of his trees. Right. And he tells me, go in the backyard and get the leather. The what? Because he's not, oh, I should mention, he's um, not from here. He's got an accent that I have to figure okay. out. And I go on his back porch. I'm looking around for the leather, the letter. And then I see the ladder. I'm like, he means the ladder. ladder. So yeah, bring the ladder. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to, I have to climb up on the ladder. And using my handsaw, saw off this limb that is <laughs> on which the second tree is hung up. So when I saw off the limb, the tree falls, the limb falls. It was. I Do wish you it... understand when Steve watches this? He's he going to be so going, mad at me. He is going to text you at three o'clock in the morning because he's going to be unable to sleep for what you have done. I know. And it I'm... wasn't even your trees. I know. I, I didn't want to be involved. I just wanted neighbor no. to pay the money. But he's convinced that he can do this because he's got his own chainsaw. That's why I don't have a chainsaw. I'm, I'm smarter than that, I think. <laughs> that you don't have a chainsaw, so you would never convince yourself that you can fell a tree. And yet, there you are, pulling a rope, using a pulley system. I mean, so I have to say, Steve, thank you for letting me watch what you did. I mean, I think I saved myself injury. But, ah. Uh, okay. Well, at least, the sore at least you're not injured. No, um, except, for the, except for the sore muscles, I'm fine. <laughs> We gotta go, but tomorrow um, I can tell you all about how I got my butt bruise. <laughs> we are just the injured couple here. Ugh. I have a bruise that's about yay big. Here, about that big. Oh. On my right butt hip. Are you interested in a podcast where? People talk about their personal injuries and failures. Well, you've come to the right place. It's the Christian oh, you know Frank what we show. Should get? We should get a personal injury attorney to sponsor us. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs>
Because, I mean, at this point, we're probably going to injure somebody. <laughs> <sighs> well, um, we could maybe find an audiobook about that. If you go to audibletrial.com slash Krisha and Frank, get the 30-day trial. We could, you know, maybe tr learn to be our own lawyer and listen to a book yeah. about that or any other topic, Lo any other Lawyering podcast. Lawyering for dummies. Any other, uh, the scripted comedy, all sorts of amazing things that have been added to the roster at Audible. So try it out for 30 days. Keep your first download during that time period. And then at the end of the 30 days, make your decision whether you're going to stay or go. But uh, we're pretty sure that you'll want to stay and use that uh, URL, audibletrial.com slash Krisha and Frank. Frank, I miss you. Oh. Miss you. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow, though. And oh, thank good. you for being amazing. And I, I miss you. All right. Well, you break a leg. I know you've got more shows to go do today, so. I do. I do. Yeah, you. Or I yesterday do. or tomorrow or whatever day. You know? <laughs> whatever day. <laughs> I am definitely in shows. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Hatfield and McCoy. Go check out Miss Krisha as <laughs> Ma, Ma McCoy. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye.